1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're on the bus to Oxford to vibe out at the Double Decker Arts Festival, happening April 28th with Leanne Stubbs, Double Decker Coordinator with Visit Oxford. Then we're heading to Smith Park in Jackson to check out the King Lear Shows with with Ward Emmeling and King Lear director, Emily Wilson. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. Before we hit the road, let me welcome my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King to the show. I'm Jermaine Flood. Morning. Good morning. Oh, guess who's (laughs) back? Guess who's back? It's the man himself. Kamel King. Ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> look, if you hear that, you know it's about to break into a, okay. what do we call an African-American barbecue. Oh, look
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's when somebody plays
0: your song and That's you start it? hollering. <laughs> I understand. I mean, the, the crowd is diverse as there, but it's officially turned into
1: I understand. that barbecue. Man, right. we're back <laughs> another week, y'all. This is good. This is good stuff. Yes, yes, okay, I missed y'all. let's Let's do yeah. Let's do that. So what? What's been going on with you, Camille?
0: Well, you know, we were only doing the <laughs> World Music Tourism Conference. Oh yeah, only. But that's a big deal in Cleveland. That's a big deal. Oh, it was great. It was great. On the serious side, everything we wanted it to be, thought it could be, uh, the culmination of all these years. It was worth the wait. Mm. Literally, like perfect, perfect weather. Cleveland, everybody there was awesome. Shout out to Becky Now, Mayor Now, Emily Havens over the Grammy Museum, Tricia Walker, and everybody there. I mean, uh, we had over 350 people, people from, I think, 11 different countries, mm-hmm. all kind of other states, speakers everywhere from Iceland to Atlanta wow. to here. I mean, literally uh you know, from Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we had a great time with Dockery Farms uh, one evening. We had a great reception at the Lyric. And then the closing night at the Grammy Museum uh, with Chapel Heart.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And we and we unveiled a mock marker that the Grammy Museum is getting for country music, uh, country music trail. They already have a blues trail. So uh-huh. it was great. It was great. And then a whole day of... Uh, touring the Delta from BB King Museum Club, Great Luncher Club, Ebony, uh, uh, dot, I mean uh, Money Road, uh, and and Robert Johnson Graveside, and the whole nine, and then ending at Juke Joint. Uh, for them and people stayed over for juke joint right? and we kicked it at juke joint. So, yeah,
1: we can tell you had yeah! a good time. We can tell you had a good time because you <laughs> just gave us a full rundown.
0: Well, you know, I've been living it for about a four years. So <laughs> trust me, it's in my head.
1: Well, that's good stuff. I, I, I enjoyed, you know, actually covering some of that. Yeah. Um, I, I said a couple things about that, that that thing that you went to. So. Thank you kindly. You're
2: welcome. Thank you
1: kindly. <laughs> You're welcome. And speaking of Chapel Heart. They are going to be performing at the first event that we've got up for today, Double Decker Arts Festival. So mm-hmm. that's a tie right there.
0: Yes. So that's good stuff. Chapel Heart friends of the program, by the way.
1: Yes.
3: And
2: hey man,
0: let me tell you, those ladies are so awesome and so humble. Yes. And I mean, they...
1: I talk about them like I had known them from way back when. And they
0: treat you like you've known them that's from way sweet. back you when. You know, that's for real, how... For for real.
1: That's how Mississippians do you. Yes. You know. Yes.
0: Don't ever change that lady. <laughs>
1: Don't ever change that. That's how they'll do you. But... I wanted to go ahead and say this. We'll tap on it a little bit later, but you know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for us to hit the road, Camille. We're going on the road. I know. On the road. Next stop, yes. the American Pickleball Tour. Right up your
0: alley. Right up
1: my alley. I mean, and I
0: mean, and you got me a pickleball. T- I, I, I have been pickleballing. <laughs> I'm a baller in pickleball. I'm lying. It's still in the box. So
1: (laughs) you're coming with us. Yes. Jay's coming with us. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're going to learn about pickleball. Yes. We're going to, you know, cover the American pickleball tour.
3: You said that like you assume I don't know about pickleball already.
1: You know who's the master of pickleball. I'm pointing to him. I'm
3: the Grand, grand <laughs> Master. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got Pickleball merch.
1: Pickleball legend I I've merch. Got a
3: shirt.
0: I've got a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Pickleball, please, Jake, because no. you, you're walking in cyclical I'll cyclical
1: say it. Notes. It takes the sport and adds a, so, a social spin to it. Now, we'll learn. I, I still don't know. They but it's going it to be so
0: amazing. Pickles that look like balls.
1: I know it. But it, you did tell me it's the fastest growing sport in America. Uh, that I it did is. know. And that is their tagline. And we will check that out next and there's
3: week. A, a, a there's a big culture for it in South Mississippi and it's been that way because look when we used to do season pass which is a weekly sports program that used to run on think radio in the spot where autocorrect runs now we talked to folks on the Gulf Coast about about the explosion of pickleball and that's been five years ago yeah. so I mean yeah. it's it's been a culture that's been growing there and obviously they've been rewarded with a pickleball tour spot Mm
1: -hmm. so there you go and we're going i'm so excited this is the american pickleball tour this is serious business
0: the united states if y'all don't understand what that means
1: correct usa (laughs) it's coming to the mississippi coast coliseum and convention center in biloxi that's going to be friday april 28th through sunday april 30th we will be live friday april 28th and it's going to be a shindig
0: Ooh, I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yes. Yes.
1: I'm excited about this. So yes. everybody check us out next yes. Friday. We'll talk a little. We'll, we'll tap on it a little bit more. But we love pickleball here. Yes. And that's going to be our next stop on the road. Yes. So we'll be there live. But. Coming up right now, our first stop of the day is taking us to Oxford to vibe out at the Double Decker Arts Festival happening April 28th. And on the line with us to tell us more is Double Decker coordinator with Visit Oxford, Leanne Stubbs. Leanne, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Oh, thank y'all for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Double Decker Arts Festival won I'm so new to the world of everything that happens in Mississippi. Mm, mm, mm.
0: How dare you not know about Kamel the double was haircut. like,
1: oh, this is a big deal. And I'm like, I've never been. It's a big
3: deal. Well, I told her when we talk about events, I, I, I kind of talk in tears. And the Double Decker Festival in Oxford, that's a, a tier one event. Mm-hmm. That's what I told her. Yes, it is.
1: Leanne, you're going to have to let us know. Well, let me know because they know. you should be know. shedding tears. I am. Not knowing about it. I am. It. <laughs> I can oh feel goodness. it welling up. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne. I come this year. Since you have never been. I know, I know. Tell us all about it. I want to know, is the Double Decker bus actually out there?
4: (laughs) Well, it is out there this year. On Friday, we will have our um, historical bus tours. Those are an hour each. We've got two of those running on Friday afternoon on the 28th. One at 1 o'clock and one at 2.30 p.m. And we, I think we have a couple um, spots left on the 1 p.m. tour, but the 2:30 tour is already sold out. Those okay. are so popular. Um, the double-decker buses actually have been out of commission the last several months because the parts are so hard to get from overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're running right now. And then all day Saturday, we will have one of the double-decker buses on festival site for um, pictures. Um, for family and friends to be able to take pictures with it
1: right well let me know one about your work as the coordinator um, of the double decker arts festival with visit oxford and then two kind of the history behind how this all came about
4: um well this is my eighth or ninth year to plan the festival from start to finish i started in the 25th anniversary i mean not the 25th the 20th anniversary Um, and then we had a two year hiatus with COVID, so we weren't able to have it. And now this year we are starting back with the 26th anniversary, um, the 26th annual festival. So I've been planning it for several years now, but it started back in 1996 actually with our very own, um, mayor, Robin Tannehill. She had, she was on the tourism board then and she started the festival and planned the festival then. I think, um, we, they probably had a handful of art vendors. The um, music took place on the bed of an old pickup truck on the square. Um, and then they had food vendors, local food vendors from Oxford as well. And in 26 years, it's just grown mm. into a festival it is now. You know, we see over 60 to 70,000 people throughout the weekend. Um, last year, being the 25th anniversary, was probably our biggest festival we had had to date. And I do think that had a lot to do with the two-year hiatus with the COVID. So everybody was excited that we were back um, last year. But we're super excited about this year. We've got an awesome lineup. Um, You know, whereas they had a handful of art vendors, we have 180 total art vendor booths today. Um, We've got 25 food vendors, and we've got music Friday night and all day Saturday.
1: So right, right.
4: It's grown over the years.
1: Yeah, it's a two-day celebration of food, music, and the arts. So this sounds pretty cool. The double-decker idea, though, to name it this, was it like y'all happened to have a bus and it was like somebody was sitting around going,
4: "That's <laughs> it. That's the name." <laughs> the buses from England. Yeah. And because of Oxford, England, that is where the name came. <gasps> oh, from. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, and so we imported those buses, and we now have four. Of the buses, and like I said before, they do go through some maintenance issues because they are all old buses, and it's hard to get those parts. But that's where we got the buses.
1: Right, right, where, right.
4: Where the festival took its name. So right. The double decker arts festival.
1: That's good stuff. Let's talk about the lineup a little bit. So it's starting in the morning at 7:30 a.m. with that run walk. Um, there's also one for the kids following that. Um, and some music that you were talking about. Let's talk a little bit about that.
4: Okay, well, yes. Yeah. So, actually, the music starts Friday night um, at 6 o'clock, and I, I heard y'all talking about Chapel Heart earlier. Yeah. Um, it's to native, so we're super excited to have them um, on the um, Nicholas Air stage this year. The music will start at six fifteen p.m. with the stews. Um, and then Chapel Heart will go on at seven forty-five. I've heard Chapel Hart at the Neshoba County Fair this mm-hmm. summer. Hmm. And as soon as I heard them, um, I was texting our um, talent bio. I was like, "We've got to get them on the festival this year. It's you know such a great way to showcase Mississippi." Um, so we're excited to have them. You were ahead of the wave
1: with that. You know mm-hmm. that, right?
4: Yes. So we're, we're pumped about that. And then we've got Grammy Award winning Ashley McBride yes. um, closing out the stage at 9 Friday afternoon uh, or Friday night. So we're real excited about that lineup Friday um, as well as Saturdays. Um, musical start. At 11 o'clock on uh, 11 a.m. on Saturday morning, the festival opens to the public at 10 a.m. with the art vendors starting to showcase, the, showcase their art. But the music will start at 11, and we've got the Mississippians, Mississippians Jazz Ensemble here from Oxford at 11. Um, then we've got 12.30, the Vu Farca from New Orleans. We've got the Sensational Barnes Brothers, Southern Avenue from Memphis, Lissy, Blackberry Smoke and Marcus King closing out the night. Marcus King is such a great artist. Um, He's touring with Chris Stapleton right now, Mm -hmm. opening up for him. So we're real excited about this lineup. I think it's going to be a great, diverse weekend um, with some awesome artists.
0: Yeah. Jermaine, you know, uh, uh, that's my my cousin, Marcus King. Oh. Oh, really? No. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Leanne, he'll just tell
1: me anything. <laughs> <Leanne>.
3: <laughs> Why did he just set you up to knock you down I like know, that? I know. Mean, just unsolicited. Quick. He waited until I got
0: really excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Leanne, I just wanted to say, you know, from uh, being at Visit Mississippi, uh, you know, you guys at Visit Oxford, uh, from Kenny Ferris all the way on down through you guys' entire staff does such a great job. Uh, coming up with new things to do in in the city of Oxford. Uh, capitalizing on the different other things that are going on. Uh, what makes you guys so diverse in the way that you think? Because, you know, there are other cities that have a big college in them, and they're just a college town. Once the kids are there, things are going on, the kids leave, it's it's nothing, or it's only based around collegiate sports or the campus. But you guys do a lot. So talk about Visit Oxford and and how you guys stay so uh, innovative.
4: Well, thank you so much for that wonderful compliment we do have um, an awesome staff here at visit Oxford. We're a very small staff of um, five or six <laughs> boys two of us which are part-time um, but you know I think Oxford showcases itself we do have so many things to offer we've got the college towns we've got the um, the sports and the collegiate town you know the collegiate things we've got here. Um, But there's so much, so many different things to offer. We've got the history with William Faulkner, and there's um, just the beautiful city that we have. And I've been here. I went to school at Ole Miss, um, and I've stayed. And I've watched this town grow, and each year you think we can't get any bigger or do something different, and um, it just continues to grow. And nothing ever ceases to amaze us. Kenny Ferris, our director, she's awesome. She's got... um, She's so motivating, wonderful to work for, um, and just keeps us all excited about our jobs and wanting to do more and try to, um, you know, think of different exciting ways to make people want to come visit Oxford, just like with the holly jolly holidays that we added during COVID, which was the ice skating. Um, You know, December at one point in our, you know, it was a slow time in Oxford, not anymore. People come to visit for the Christmas lights around the canopy lights around the square, Summer used to be a um, slow time. It's not slow anymore. Mm-hmm. We've got orientations throughout the year, throughout the summer. Um, so just different events that we can add here and there to um, get people to come to Oxford for right. This just football and baseball weekends.
1: That's good stuff. I love it. Talk about the importance of the sponsors and the volunteers when it comes down to an event this size.
4: Uh, yes. We could not, you know, we could not do this festival, put on the festival without our wonderful community and our sponsors. Um, the City of Oxford is obviously so great to us, not only do they give us you know, some money each year but they also give us their time with OPD, Environmental Services, um, Oxford Utilities. We couldn't do it without the work of them because they are putting in long hours to help us put on this festival. And then our sponsors here in town, um, Ole Miss Athletics is our um, presenting sponsor this year and they gifted it to the University Museum. Um, so we could not, you know, they are an awesome partner. We were, I feel like as a town, Oxford and the university works well together and we partner together wherever we can. Um, we've, I've got some amazing sponsors. Nicholas Ayer is one of our, uh, is our stage sponsor this year. We couldn't do it without film, especially orthopedic group, any spark, um, Hybrid, all these new businesses in town are coming to help us put on this wonderful event each year, and we just really could not do it without them.
1: Yay, I love that. Now, I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie, Leanne. How much Mm -hmm. food is going to be out there?
4: (laughs) (laughs) um, We've got food trucks. We have 25 um, food vendors this year, but not just the food vendors. All the restaurants usually have a special for the weekend. We've got Butch with um Taylor Grocery. He's been doing the festival for years. I mean I don't ever since I've done it, I think he's been here every year. Um, that's old Taylor catfish. Um we've got Snowbiz, we've got snow, <laughs> so snow cane, mm. popsicles, you've got Mexican, you've got um chicken, barbecue. Mm-hmm. Anything you can think of. You could have stopped Decker. at
3: Taylor Grocery. It was okay. You could have stopped there. <laughs> you
1: had him there. Yeah. You had Jay right there at Taylor Grocery. Yep. Lee <laughs> Leanne, thank you so much for coming on and letting us know more about the Double Decker Arts Festival. Where can people go to find out more information about everything that's happening with y'all?
4: Um, DoubleDeckerFestival.com is um, where you can find information about parking. We're offering shuttles this year. Oh, we've, we've offered them on Saturday, but we're also offering shuttles on Friday night as well. And you can find that information on DoubleDeckerFestival.com. We've also added an app this year. Um, so you can download uh-huh. the app starting next week, and it's DDAF. And you'll be able to download that, and that will have maps from road closures and art vendors and all the information that you'll need for
0: the And, Leanne, if you're at the office, Mm -hmm. uh, go into Kenny's office and say, "Camel said go ahead and make the decision that y'all are coming to Chicago Blues Festival with us. Oh, I will tell
4: her. Okay, go tell her. Because she's not here.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Tell her there's no need to think about
3: it. All right, Camel, while you're there, go ahead and tell our boss, Jason. Jason, well, while you're here, you need that to have your PB at yeah. Chicago
0: Blues Fest. There's going to be a others. million people shooting fish in a barrel. What are I you need, thinking? I
4: need to do some market research.
0: Right. No need to do it. I'll I'll send you the market research.
4: <laughs> Leanne, thank you so
1: much. We had a good interview last segment. Wasn't it good? Yep.
0: Wasn't it good? That was good.
1: I want to go to the Double Decker Arts Festival. Oh, it's slamming. And that thing in Chicago
0: you just said. That thing in Chicago is called the Chicago <laughs> Blues Festival. I knew
1: I knew it. I knew you were going to get me.
0: <laughs> oh, I live to. I knew you were going to get me. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Thanks, Kamal. That's why you're here.
0: I, I, that's why they hired me. Nobody else around here can get you.
1: Yep. Yep, yep. But every
0: Friday for one hour, I'm going to
1: put the stomp down. (laughs) You get me.
0: (laughs) You get me. Oh, man.
1: Okay, so let's check out what's happening around your neck of the woods. Um again, the American Pickleball Tour. <laughs> yes.
0: We in the house. We
1: in the house. Yes. Next Friday, April twenty eighth, um, ten A. M. The show will start for us. So yes. make sure y'all tune in because Camel is going to be showcasing how to play pickleball. Yes. And uh, Jay and I will be doing um, um, commentary sideline yes. sideline commentary. You,
0: Jason, didn't fill y'all in. <laughs> Jason, <Jay? laughs> Jason didn't fill us in. Jason didn't fill y'all in what on happened? what? That MPB has gotten a extra part of the tournament. The winner of the pick American pickleball that's the United States pickleball champion will play me for a final grand championship oh, at the end. Oh. And there's a special segment on MPB <laughs> live.
3: Oh, so you're like the, dream, you're
0: the dream fight. <laughs> like, something, you're something like, like what that. Mike
3: Tyson was in Mike Tyson's punch out. You're the dream fight.
0: There you go. The extra one
3: after you beat Super yeah. Macho Man for the title. There you go. Kamel is the dream fight at the end. I come at the end. Okay, <laughs> kind of like you get a bye to the championship. How you work that out?
0: Kind of like the Asian Street Fighter. I need your A. You know agent. anything like about that? You know, right? Boom! <laughs> there it is. For all the eighties babies.
1: Well, if you want to hopefully <laughs> see Kamel play in the championship uh, bout, Japan. <laughs> I don't know if we'll see you while my, we're there. My, <laughs> we're
0: made it like Street Fighter. Like, he's we gonna gotta take gotta check out the rooms by noon, so I ain't gonna be able to see you. My knee's <laughs> look, my knee gonna go out on the first play. Right, <laughs> he's gonna tweak it right off the bat, right out of the right out of the block.
1: <laughs> we are gonna look up, he gonna be done slipped out. That's right, <laughs> lawsuit <laughs> a coming. <laughs> well, no y'all,
3: lawsuits, no lawsuits. Make okay.
1: sure y'all check okay. that out. That's gonna be some good stuff. And then look, I'll I'll go down the road a little bit. We're gonna be you won't be with us because you'll be somewhere else. But we're gonna be live at the Elvis 25th Annual Elvis Tupelo Festival.
0: Yeah, because y'all didn't want to take me. It,
1: oh, you your schedule your schedule mm, didn't mm, want to take mm, you mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. so that's a little down the road but coming back up the road the 30th annual crawfish music festival will be happening through sunday the 23rd at the mississippi coast coliseum have you ever been to that Kamel?
0: the coliseum the- <laughs> yes
3: Kamel has been to the coast coliseum yes. i will say that
1: yes the 30- third the 30th annual crawfish music festival no. And not the 30th, I know. Well, the 29th. You
0: know why I don't go to <laughs> crawfish festivals? I'm going to be honest with you. Because you don't eat crawfish. No, I love crawfish. Oh. oh. I just am, I suck so bad at peeling them or defrag defragmenting the meat out of them, of such said meat. They end up in as mush, shell, oh, and meat in my hand, and the people all around make fun of me, and it feels like middle school. <laughs> let, me, let me interpret. You know what I'm let me interpret. Let me interpret. I feel like I'm back in middle school. Jermaine, let me interpret. Please do. The work is not
1: worth the reward,
3: is what he was saying.
0: No, I really don't know how to do it. It ends up mush, shell, and meat in my hand. I really don't know yeah, how yeah. to do it. But he all.
1: said he loves them already peeled
0: yeah <laughs> somebody else gotta do the pillin <laughs> Bought from the store.
1: Well, you won't be partaking in these crawfish, but for give more me,
0: than Lord, I can't wait for you to, give, I can't wait for, for,
1: more to for more than you to two decades, the Mississippi <laughs> Coast Coliseum has hosted the Crawfish Music Festival to provide quality entertainment to the family and fun um, to the southeast. The festival parties on the front grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, where Kamel has been, with the beautiful Mississippi Sound in the background. Um, so each night of the festival promises fun, excitement, and a little something. Something new. There's going to be a hot boiled crawfish um, cook-off, mm. which sounds good if you like crawfish. I'm I'm a little halfway with it. Mm. Um, there will be some midway rides and a whole bunch of other stuff. Got a midway, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you'll also get those potatoes and corn with that crawfish as well. Of so What's
0: the, they're giving what does you the it mean whole thing. When You have a midway. That what does that mean? That's the yeah. middle of something. You know, it's I'm like not- a it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I am walking out of this show (laughs) if Ward wasn't here I would leave if, if Ward wasn't here, I'd leave right now.
1: No, Ward will be up next segment. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's what a midway means. Okay. Um, but <laughs> again, this is the 30th annual Crawfish Music Festival. It will be happening <laughs> through Sunday the 23rd. It will be ending that that day at 8 p.m. But there's so much going on. They've got um, Ashley McBride is going to be. Um, Performing tomorrow, Uh, Dwight Yoakam is going to be performing tomorrow. Whoa, that's
3: my that's my guy.
0: Man, I love
3: Dwight Yoakam. Me too. That's a bucket lister for me. Man,
0: have you seen him in the movies though?
3: I've seen him act, yes, but I've also I'm a big fan of his music. I really couldn't care less about his acting. I know about no. Don't say that
0: until you see him act. No,
3: I've seen it. I've seen it. But I love him as an artist enough to that's like he's a bucket list. Anyways, For sorry. Me. I saw sorry, him play sorry, at me. the uh, Brandon City Hall several years back. Mm. I know
0: you didn't think I was a Dwight Yoakam fan, but that would be, you an, hollered. Assumption. You that hollered. Would be an assumption on your part. <laughs>
1: now I know. You hollered when I said his name. Hey. Y'all, that's going to be some good stuff. Go down there and watch
3: him sing Buenos Noches from A Lonely Room.
1: Okay. okay. Good night. If nothing
3: else. All right. Good
1: night. I love that. Okay, next up for what's happening around your neck of the woods, Mississippi Roadshow is going to be happening. Mm. Um, it's happening right now. Yeah, it actually is. Balls. It In started co- 33 minutes ago. <laughs> Thanks, Jake, for helping me. And it will be going on until 5 p.m. today.
3: I don't know so. if you've listened to the station. We've promoted it a little bit. <laughs>
1: Again, people have been calling in, yep. wanting to get into the Roadshow. So if you like antiques, you'll love Mississippi Roadshow. It's an MPB Foundation live event that is at uh, happening at the Trotter Convention Center in Columbus today until 5 p.m. There are professional appraisers on site to evaluate artwork, glass, china, porcelain, textiles, metals, memorabilia, and printed materials. Bring only what you can carry. Start digging now. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so great. Um, Again, this is the Mississippi Roadshow at the Trotter Convention Center today in Columbus, Mississippi until 5 p.m.
3: All right. How about the Spring Fest in Laurel at the fairgrounds? That's coming up tomorrow.
1: Okay. Mm. 9
3: a.m. to 3 p.m., 100 plus vendors. It's free admission. No cover Mm. for the Laurel Spring Fest. Arts, crafts, food, fun, 100 plus vendors. And you get in for free. It's at the Laurel Fairgrounds, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. tomorrow in uh, Laurel, as it were. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: Laurel is doing it up.
3: Laurel is there, doing it Magnolia Center, great.
0: Ellisville Boulevard. There, Ellisville is how they would say it. And Laurel is doing great partly because of Ward. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, 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 I listen, can't wait till
2: Ward listen, gets
3: on there. I listened to the Mississippi Arts Hour a couple weekends ago, and they, talked, they spent the whole hour talking about what's going on at Laurel and how yeah. much it's been growing. Yeah. And, uh, man, Laurel's got it going on. That's a, that's a fun place.
1: All right, Mm -hmm. Laurel, come through. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Jay, for that. If you're in the Hattiesburg area,
3: and you just have your fun in Hattiesburg, and you don't pay no attention to Laurel, you're missing out.
1: What's the name of the event again, Jay?
3: It's the Spring Fest.
1: In Laurel, Mississippi. Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
3: The Laurel Spring
1: Fest. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, that's what's happening around your neck of the woods. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm in with my traveling partners, Kamel King and Jay White. But now in with us to tell us more about the King Lear showings in downtown Jackson at Smith Park. Happening April 22nd through the 23rd is Ward Emling and King Lear director, Emil Wilson. And Ward and Emil, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Ward has already been welcomed by Camel. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure that he has. Well, I don't know. Go. I don't know. I'm not
2: sure that he has. Ward,
1: give him a second. He's about to May I?
2: welcome sure. you. May I, don't I. know what? I have no idea what's about to happen. Me but, either. Uh, okay. First
0: of all. <laughs> first of all, this is a man who has known my mother since high school. Okay? That's number one. He can produce pictures no one else has. Yeah. Which high no. school? Murrah oh, high, high, high School. school. Oh, okay. Class of 72. Oh, 03. Really? Go ahead, yeah. man. 98, I'm old. Anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm a Wingfield guy. Falcons. Oh, Falcons. Oh, okay, stay out of this oh, conversation oh,
1: there, sir. Jay. Oh. <laughs> I won't say anything. I'm Northwest Rankin. Ward Emley. Oh,
0: <laughs> Ward Emley. <Imling.
1: laughs> I said, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Single-handedly built the Mississippi Film Commission. Yeah, that's awfully flattering. Ward Emling has trained for over 25, 27 years the new film commissioner, Nina Mm -hmm. That's He was the mentor, and she has now risen to be the shoe taker. This man is the longest-running film commissioner the in the world, okay, in the world. The Mississippi Film Incentive came under this man that has brought all of the movies in the shows that you see coming out of Mississippi, came from his legislation. We have here today actor, writer, producer, Learn this running film commissioner in the world. Camille, just get it out. Ward Emling. <laughs>
2: yeah, I have one word for Camel, It's decaf. I think that we have to find some decaf coffee for I don't even think he drinks Camel. coffee. I don't drink coffee. No. no, I've oh, asked him that
1: before. Just I don't think he if drinks. He did. No, yeah. no. Holy let's smoke. let's. Andy happened
0: to wear some wonderful dead stock throwback <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikes that I love. Let's I love not. those.
1: Well, Ward, thank you for coming on, and Emil, you as well, Emil. I'm gonna start with you since Camille's already welcomed Ward. <laughs> To the show and gave his whole biography yeah. background, um, but as director, how proud are you of these showings that are going to be happening in Smith Park?
5: Man, this is this is so exciting. We've done uh, we've done some <laughs> shows around town. We did Midsummer Night's Dream a couple of years back in Smith Park, but King Lear is a monster. When I've texted my friends who run theaters all over the country, their response is King Lear, huh? Mm. Yeah. He, you picked the hard one.
1: Oh, that's what they call and the hard one. Uh, they say
5: a lot more four letter words than that. Describing oh, wow. it. Wow. It's, it's the, di- it's one of the more difficult productions and we chose it because we had this man right here. Oh, and ooh. like it is, it's amazing that we've gotten this together yeah. at all. Yeah. And it's amazing. The production value, the quality of the performers, what you're going to see is, is, Just truly wonderful. I am so proud to see it come together. Right, right. Mm, So this
1: is an open-air production that people will get to enjoy.
5: Absolutely.
1: What made you want to do this in the open-air at Smith Park? Well,
5: so... Shakespeare in the park is a tradition in so many cities. Yeah. I lived in New York for a little while um, and New York Shakespeare in the Park is legendary. Yeah. And and truly it started in the basement of a church mm-hmm. and grew to be the The enormous public theater that the public theater that launched Hamilton that launched like all of these shows does it for free. In the park. In the park. And and I've been to Shakespeare in the park and so many other communities. We didn't have it here. We needed it here and now we have it. Mm -hmm. Right. That's
1: some good stuff. Yes. Yes. And so his birthday is Sunday. It's like a whole celebration for Shakespeare, and if you're a Shakespeare fan, I'm somewhat of a Shakespeare fan, never knew about King Lear, so you're teaching me about that. I knew Midsummer Night's Dream, Romeo and Juliet, some of the, you know, kind of the, the staples. The, the, the staples. staples. But King Lear, let me know a little bit about the background of that story.
5: So King Lear is an a older king who is ready to retire and divide his kingdom be, between his children. Well, let's just say that dividing the kingdom does not go well. Okay, and
1: of course, in, a, of in course, a Shakespeare, of course, Shakespeare
5: play, and and historically speaking, Shakespeare was writing that as the moral that a house divided cannot stand.
1: Now, I have heard that. That's saying people say a lot. It's in the
5: Bible, actually. (laughs) It's 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 in in the Bible.
1: Shakespearean
3: (laughs) Bible. So
5: King uh, King Lear is dividing his kingdom between his three daughters. Right. And it, uh, it does not go well. I think Ward described it best that... After Act One, it is just a constant wow. spiral downwards oh, wow. until the stage is littered with dead bodies. Wow. Oh, wow. And and uh there will be some blood in this week's production. Yeah. So yeah. be prepared. It's gonna be real, kind of. Eh, kind of, yeah. Uh, hopefully not too real, right. but but real enough. Right. And so it it is a moral about the the division of the kingdoms, but it's also a story about a man's struggle with mental health and how the community reacts. Mm -hmm. King Lear is losing his sanity Mm -hmm. and his two of his daughters are taking advantage of that Mm. and and abusing him throughout it. So it is, it's, it's a story about mental health. Mm -hmm. It's a story about uh, dividing a kingdom, dividing a house and, and, has a lot of deep roots in, in things that I think audiences will relate to today.
1: Right. Talk the, about the cast though. Yeah. And How well, is the cast going to make this okay. come alive? So
5: true story. We did Midsummer Night's Dream and we're already thinking about what do we do next? We don't know. And I, I left stage, saw Ward in the audience mm-hmm. and literally in that moment, walked up to him and said, do you want to do King Lear? Oh, because here's the, here's the thing. Lear is an old King. And there's, there's a saying in theater that by the time you're, Old enough to play King Lear, you're often too old mm. to play King Lear. Physically and mentally, you can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And so there's this this sweet spot, this of window <laughs> of, of, of oldness. And, and Ward, you, uh, <laughs> you're in the sweet spot. Was that, that was a, we'll that, see that, if that I'm a, in the sweet spot. Intro <laughs> yeah, war at I'm talk. not that so was
2: sure a, about that. <laughs> you know, I should have started learning the lines two years ago when he asked me I think but, so, um,
0: yeah so talk yeah. about your role in as preparing King Lear, for it King Lear being the centerpiece like man how do you prepare yourself for this
2: to be a mean old guy um, yeah that's uh, yeah you know I, you just go to the text and you start working I mean I, I, you know I, it's, a, it's an interesting piece and I actually I thought the ending was the the, the last three acts are going to be more difficult than the first Two acts, but so I kind of learned it backwards. Mm. I learned the ends first because I thought that the that was going to be dip- and then you know the more I dig into the first two acts, it's like oh my, there's just too much here too. I mean it's just wow. it's just so full of of uh, it, it's constantly changing. It I mean after it's actually not after the first scene; it's after the first 120 lines. Mm. It starts to yeah. just spiral and and and, and it just goes and it de- and it doesn't stop. Um, um there are two kind of parallel stories, Lear and his daughters and, and, and Gloucester and his sons. And um uh it um you know it just it it there's just so I mean it's Shakespeare. And there's always so much that you can find there. Mm-hmm. And uh which is probably why we always talk about it and want to mm-hmm. do it. That mm-hmm. is that uh you can keep digging. You can dig, dig, dig. Mm. You know, uh, I, I have a a friend of a friend who's who's been working on the, working on a king lear for four years. Uh, uh, you know, and um, uh, who knows if he'll ever be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's nice to be, I guess, in the sweet spot. Uh, <laughs> you know, of oh, oldness. Uh, mm-hmm. Of oldness. Sorry, of, I'm uh, so sorry, Ward. Uh, uh, of of not too old and old enough.
1: Hmm. Um, hmm. Uh, hmm.
5: Yeah, you know, Ward's Ward's doing a great job, but you know the uh, the rest of the cast is as well. And this is a mm. mixed cast where you have people who make their living as performers. We have one girl who is leaving next week to go do a year long contract at Disney, and then we have nice. performers that it's their first time on stage. Mm-hmm. Wow. And one of the the goals of this production was to put professionals who who bring an incredibly high caliber of performance next to uh, people who just love the theater who who love going but, mm-hmm. but aren't in shows mm-hmm. and so it's you know you, we often talk about professional theater and amateur theater i like to think of this as a semi professional theater mm. where you have uh, professionals providing a good show and and people who are amateurs who love what they do but you know have have other careers. Yeah. And we have one person it's his first time on stage. Mm. So it's it's a balance to be able to introduce people to performance of Shakespeare while also preserving the audience experience. And then that's a lot of my view of my Role as a director mm-hmm. is to be the caretaker of an audience experience and the caretaker of a cast experience, wow.
0: and balancing mm-hmm. those two. Here's a here's a question uh, that I'd like to ask for both of you, you mm-hmm. to answer in two separate roles. Ward, with all the experience you have in acting and production, things like that, you would think that n- no role would probably be intimidating to a person like you, but. What's your technique? Because I'm always interested in artists, what's your writing technique and <laughs> acting? What's your technique in learning it and getting it out? And then, Emil, what's your technique as a director setting up and putting these pieces together with Ward? And by the way, Mom says hello. Hello, hello. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. hey.
2: Um, I, you know, I, actually, the, the, the technique or the routine changes. You have to, I go to the text, I, you know, I start with the text, and uh and you just read it a lot and you read it and read it and read it. And, um, uh, you know, I do some historical, uh, research mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. and then I just forget it. I just, it's in the sponge somewhere and, uh, you know, and, and I, just forget it. And, uh, and, and then you start to work, uh, with other actors and, uh, and it, um, um, you know, and that and and everything changes, and and you know when, when rehearsal schedules change, and I mean all of this. Every play is different because you come, you're, you're creating this world with new people mm. every time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been very lucky. I mean, I you know I trained as an actor at Millsaps and the Guildhall uh, in London uh, a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, and then I've been very lucky to 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 be around the industry for a long time and then and, and have been quite fortunate to, in my retirement be able to return to where I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so you know it, it really you just start digging into and it, the, the text, the script and then you're, you're, you start learning the lines mm-hmm. and, uh, and then then you start seeing where the lines move and they do all the time. I mean that, you know. Saturday's show will be different from Sunday's show. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it will happen. It mm-hmm. happens in any play that you do. It it uh there are little things that change how you react mm-hmm. and how your co-actor, you know, the actors with you on stage react and uh mm-hmm. and so it'll be, you know, and and this is my first time to do
1: is Shakespeare – is it Shakespeare first time for you? No, 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 okay. no, no. But okay. it's the
2: first time to to do a show outdoors, I think. Mm. Mm. And thank goodness we have terrific weather. Yes. Uh, but um, that might be the only thank goodness thing that we have. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have a space and good weather. And after that, the environment is up to whose. Watching it and and how it works, how the other actors are, and how I am, you know, right. it it, uh, it all. You know, that's the great thing about theater. It doesn't. It's not static. It just it keeps living. The experience is immediate. Yeah, just immediate, yeah. and and the audience is as important as the cast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially
1: in these productions, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a big thing.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, great.
1: I, Emil, if you wanted to kind of piggyback off of what sure. he was
5: saying. So as, as a director, the first question I'm asking is, what's my goal and purpose for the show? Mm-hmm. When I was directing at Jackson State, it's an educational venue. My goal and purpose is to educate those students mm. and, uh, that are working in the cast to make them better. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a totally different world than Beauty in the Heart that I just directed, where – the the entire purpose was to workshop the script it was a world premiere we were workshopping the script to make it better mm-hmm. now here this is about being the caretaker of an audience experience that makes people fall in love with shakespeare and with outdoor theater mm. and so in in the best collaborations uh, i view a director as a A society of peers, the actors, the director, everyone is a society of peers. And the director is the outside peer helping to shape and mold and and really herd the cats. Right. (laughs) Because you want your actors to dive into the text and come up with ideas for their character. The actor should be the expert in their character. And so as a director, you're then taking Ward's ideas and Natalie, who, who plays Edmund and her ideas and our Cordelia, you're taking all of those ideas and shaping them so that they go from these disparate philosophies, different disparate concepts toward one common goal. And so you're you're the shaper, the sculptor, bringing everyone together mm-hmm. and saying, this eh, this works. Let's try it different mm-hmm. this way. Mm-hmm. And and <gasps> moving from. Disparate to United. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Good, good, That's good way some to good answer stuff.
1: That. That's some good stuff. I like that. Have you planned on maybe taking King Lear um,
5: on the road? You know, we'd love to. It's a, it's a massive show, and taking it on the road, especially uh, taking it on the road to... Farther communities, mm-hmm. the coast mm-hmm. or North Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, we we need buy-in. Yeah, um, I will say next year we are planning a five-person tour of Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay, we have a cutting of Midsummer that'll be five people, and it can tour and do schools and educational venues and things like that. Okay, um, I'd love to get King Lear on the road. We've talked into, we've talked to some folks in Oxford and some folks in some other places. Mm-hmm. It hasn't shaped up quite yet but we'd love to we'd still love to make that happen right right right
1: now Kamel, i don't know if you've seen this picture of king
5: lear but it looks exactly like
1: ward
2: god, god dog it. It. is that <laughs> you ward yeah, well i'm suing i <laughs> that uh likeness theft of likeness i'm,
5: I'm like look at that I, I can comment about that real quick um my dad's an artist my dad he was the Artist in residence at the governor's mansion. He's uh, painted. Supreme Court justices and governors and things like that. And so I approached him basically with a photo of Ward and said, I need King, King Lear. Lear.
2: <laughs> so so I just this won my case. You know, with, right all there, being, uh,
4: with
0: all that being said, can he paint me? Can, <laughs> paint, can, can he paint me, though? I, I, I,
1: I don't want. know if it'll be King Lear, but it'll be somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> it'll be somebody. If y'all want to uh, look at this photo that we're looking at, Google um, King Lear, Smith Park, and it'll pop right up. Um, but yeah, that's that's a beautiful painting. Thank and, you. and kudos to your father I'll for doing you. that. Hey, Mort, in
0: 30 seconds, Oh no, do, does a role infect you? Like when you're getting into it, just real quick before we have yeah. to go, does it infect you? Do you actually start to accidentally become that person oh, a little bit? Not,
2: not in this case, I don't think. Uh, you know, I, this, this is difficult stuff. This Mm. is a big mountain. You don't want him to be King Lear in front of you, and and this is is not somebody. (laughs) You know, this is. Are there pieces of me in it? Yes, and will there be pieces of him in me going forward? Possibly, Mm. you know, but but it is a it's a foreign world, and that's one of the things about acting. You're moving into other people, yeah, and uh, and you. In in some instances, you do want to leave them behind. <laughs> right, a meal
1: right before we go. We're about to head out in about maybe thirty seconds. Tell tell everybody where where they can get more information.
5: Sure, go to Facebook and look up Mispy Shakespeare Festival. Uh, that's our best spot, and then you can look at our website, which is www.msshakes.org.
1: All right, y'all. Nice. Well, that's a good show for today. And yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow,
2: Saturday at 5 and Sunday at 2.30. Make sure right. y'all right. go out Saturday there. Saturday 5, Sunday 2.30.
5: Bring a lawn chair, bring a blanket, join King us. Lear.
1: Well, we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding shotgun and today's guests, Leanne Stubbs, Ward Emling, and Emil Wilson for joining us. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. If you have an event you'd like to share, uploaded directly to that calendar or you can email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi.
5: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the
4: MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. We'll yeah.